The fact that Comic-Con uh, International have not postponed it for uh, the back end of the year, they've actually just wiped 2020 clean and decided they're just going to go straight through to 2021. I think that's a responsible decision. Peace of my soul just died this morning when I got the news. It's heartbreaking. Sad fans from around the world hear the news. Comic-Con won't be held in 2020. Welcome to our ABC 10 News Coronavirus Impact Podcast. I'm Ben Higgins, and we're looking at the different ways the ongoing pandemic is having an effect on our community. In just a few moments, we'll be taking a closer look at the economic and emotional impact of the cancellation of Comic-Con from several different perspectives. First, though, a look at some of the top coronavirus headlines for Friday, April 17th. To date, the county is now reporting 2,158 cases. There are 71 new cases from yesterday. The county also announced that seven more people have died, bringing the region's death toll to 70. And there are concerning new indications some San Diegans may be going out more. Today, county leaders revealed that San Diego's grade has dropped on the social distancing scorecard. The grades are put out by a data company called Unicast. San Diego dropped this week from a C to a C-. Statewide, California dropped from a B to a C. Data shows an increase in the number of San Diegans leaving home to shop at businesses such as grocery stores and pharmacies. We have to continue uh, to work and we have to continue to hold ourselves accountable uh, and we have to continue to, uh, to have the patience and the fortitude uh, to see this through, uh, certainly for the entirety of the month of April, uh, and then we can begin to see what the future looks like. So we ask for your continued help uh, and assistance. County leaders say keeping up our social distancing will lead to ending the public health restrictions sooner. Meanwhile, a San Diego City Council member is calling for beaches and parks to reopen by the first week of May. Barbara Bree wants health officials to develop a plan to reopen public areas under social distancing guidelines. Bree says it's an important part of physical and mental health. County Public Health Officer Dr. Wilma Wooten said we have to wait until the end of April before figuring out if that's possible. Governor Gavin Newsom says our state is now in a pandemic-induced recession. More than 3 million Californians filed for unemployment since mid-March, and Newsom says he's now calling on the best minds in the state to draw up plans for reopening. Some of the most well-known business leaders in the world happen to reside here in California. Some of the great social justice warriors reside here in the state of California, tribal leaders, healthcare leaders, small business leaders. Uh, we are blessed to have the kind of human resources uh, that only a nation state uh, could be afforded. And we have tasked 80 of them uh, to begin uh, to uh, work through each and every sector of our economy to put together tangible actionable ideas for short-term, medium, and long-term economic recovery. The governor says he'll provide weekly updates each Wednesday on the six steps to reopening he unveiled this week. Early data suggests that an experimental drug is showing promising signs when it comes to helping seriously ill COVID-19 patients recover quickly. But as 10 News reporter Mimi Alcala explains... It's just too early to know if this drug is the answer doctors have been looking for. Remdesivir is currently being used in clinical trials on COVID-19 patients across the U.S., including right here at UC San Diego Health. Remdesivir has shown promising results, very promising, in compassionate use settings. According to Stat News, a healthcare publication, doctors at the University of Chicago Medicine are seeing promising results in early data from clinical trials. 
More than 100 severely ill COVID-19 patients treated with remdesivir saw rapid recoveries. Nearly all of them were discharged from the hospital in less than a week. But right now, experts say it's just way too early to come to any conclusions about this drug. Gilead Sciences, the company creating remdesivir, sent 10 News a statement saying in part, the totality of the data needs to be analyzed in order to draw any conclusions from the trial. Neil Kala, 10 News. Gilead Sciences also tells 10 News it expects data from multiple studies to evolve over the next month. That will help establish the safety and efficacy of the drug used in patients with COVID-19. The first batch of ventilators made by GM were sent to hospitals today. The automaker recently switched gears to help address the shortage. In partnership with a respiratory device maker, GM refitted a plant in Illinois to make ventilators. GM says the collaboration started about a month ago. As part of a contract with the federal government, it plans to distribute tens of thousands of ventilators by August. And there will be no Comic-Con in 2020. The coronavirus forced the cancellation of another one of San Diego's signature summer events. 10 News reporter John Horn details the impact. Comic-Con announced Friday that it would not hold its annual July event for the first time in 50 years, citing concerns from the coronavirus. The move sending a devastating shockwave through San Diego's tourism economy. The city estimates the con makes a $149 million impact, including 64,000 hotel room nights over less than a week. I'm numb about the whole thing. Ann Callahan owns the Hillcrest House Bed and Breakfast. She's reeling from the loss of Pride and Comic-Con, which follow two months of cancellations. I've had a hard time focusing on just day-to-day business of cancellations and trying to figure out what my game plan is going forward. Comic-Con spokesman David Glanzer says public health reports and Governor Newsom's statements on large events were key in the decision. He knows far better than we do. And um, for that reason, and, and like I said, others, uh, I think we made the, the right decision. But Glanzer predicts next year's con will come back strong. Hang in there, kids. Things will get better. John Horn, 10 News. Of course, the news of today's cancellation of Comic-Con is a serious blow to San Diego's economy, but it's also a blow to Comic-Con fans worldwide. And joining me today uh, is the Englishman in San Diego. You can see his blog about Comic-Con, an Englishman in San Diego every year. Leonard Sultana is with me. Leonard, I appreciate you. I know this is a disappointing day for you and a lot of people, but thanks for spending some time with us. Thank you very much indeed, Ben. It is. um, It's a blow not only to fans, but uh, and not just of uh, convention fans, because we are a, a big community of people that go to these shows uh, just as a, almost a, a family event, really, as we all come together as one big group, but also of, uh, pop culture fans as well. It is, it's, it's heartbreaking, but it's a responsible decision. Um, it's something that we've kind of expected from uh, Comic-Con International up to now. It wasn't exactly unexpected. It's just a blow that it's been announced officially. Yeah, and the fact that this is going on around the world. I know in the UK, of course, they've they've certainly been dealing with serious situations as well. Um, perhaps that's going to make this a little easier for everyone to accept the fact that uh, it's just not the right time to get, gather a lot of people together from uh, all corners of the globe. Indeed. Uh, I mean, here in the UK, like you say, we're also having uh, issues with getting uh, conventions together. We've had the MCM Comic Con shows, which are organized by Repop, the same people who put together New York Comic Con. Those have been postponed or uh, canceled for this year. Uh, Basically, a lot of shows have been backloaded now and moved towards the back third 
of the year. But even that, we're not entirely sure, is going to go ahead until we actually get some idea of how this situation is going to be resolved, how it's going to uh, pan out. Uh, at this point, it is still very much up in the air. The fact that Comic-Con uh, International have not postponed it for uh, the back end of the year, they've actually just wiped 2020 clean and decided they're just going to go straight through to 2021. I think that's a responsible decision. So, of course, Comic-Con is a place where um, studios will often drop big news, whether it's uh, from the, the Marvel Universe or the Star Wars Universe, about upcoming projects. What are you kind of anticipating for the rest of this year when it comes to some of those big Comic-Con announcements we usually see every July here in San Diego? Absolutely. Um, to be fair, I think we're going to be seeing slightly muted um kind of announcements from the studios. They are going to be um, still uh, very much hit by the blow of uh, theatres not being opened, and we have yet to find out when that's going to happen. So we're going to be seeing a lot of uh, studios very much looking towards um, either the Christmas um, season. No conventions to actually announce that, so you're going to be seeing a lot of online and a lot of almost traditional marketing uh, being uh, shown from the studios, not only the, uh, the movie, but also television as well as we move into the, uh, the latter half of the year. Um, with the, the galvanization of that fan base in a very physical space, because there's really nothing like going to a convention and having all of that energy in a room and having those people come out on stage and really kind of galvanizing the, the fan base. You're going to be seeing now a, a lot of online um, groundswell. You're going to be seeing a lot of hashtags and a lot of, uh, a lot of things being moved on an online space. Um, uh, we're talking about a lot of uh, online Comic-Cons, uh, a number of uh, events and a lot of uh, organizations putting those together. So we may be seeing some of that coming from the actual studios as well. You'll be seeing that social distancing in the online space. Uh, I think it's actually going to be quite an exciting time because it's going to be a very interesting marketing exercise to get people excited about these projects. I mean, admittedly, there's going to be some casualties as well. I mean, we've just heard uh, today that Artemis Fowl uh, from Disney is going straight to Disney+. Plus. That's a, a first casualty of that, uh, uh, the inability of getting some, a product into the theaters. But who knows? Um, we may be seeing something slightly new and unexpected. It's still very much uh, uh, an uncharted territory. Uh, the organizers of Comic-Con made an announcement about uh, either refunding tickets that had already been purchased or applying them toward the next year's convention. The same with uh, hotel rooms about refunds that uh, should be done automatically if they were booked through the official Comic-Con website. What, what are you hearing? Are people uh, you know, happy with the policies, the decisions that have been made by the Comic-Con organizers under obviously difficult circumstances? Absolutely. Um, yes. It's very much positive uh, response that they are happy that uh, you've got the opportunity to either refund your badge if need be, or that badge will automatically goes through to uh, San Diego Comic-Con 2021. Uh, the fact that um, <laughs> we actually had a bit of a, a chuckle about the, the wording of the announcement, the fact that it's a case of don't get in contact with us, don't email us, don't phone us, you will just get your money back. If you, or if you booked an early bird hotel, uh, don't worry, it's just going to go straight back into your account. Don't worry about it. And I thought that was uh, um, uh, rather interesting to have that wording. It's a case of, yeah, don't, don't ring us. We're fine. Uh, we'll just get that money back to you. Um, but the fact that it is um, being done in such a way that it's going to be very um, advantageous for attendees to just kind of pick up in 12 months' time and just attend kind of like a, almost like a do-over. I think that's um, been 
a very, like I say, a very responsible attitude from CCI. I'm really curious to see about how they're going to be doing any other additional sales. A couple of conversations have been coming in about that, about whether we will actually see uh, a badge sale, uh, say, for example, at the beginning of next year, whether we'll actually see a pre-registration sale, which is for those people that had badges in 2019 and had the opportunity to get an early badge um, purchasing uh, for 2020, whether that's going to get kind of deferred as well for people who didn't get those uh, opportunities to get those badges in either of the sales. There's questions to, um, to ask, obviously, and we're just waiting on CCI to just hammer out the details. Well, speaking of 2021, we all know the the anticipation and the buildup just for the annual Comic-Con in San Diego with a two-year buildup and everyone having to wait an extra 12 months. Can you imagine what that um, that next year's Comic-Con, assuming everything can get back to normal and get everyone back to San Diego, may be like? Could be uh, one for the record books next year. Absolutely. Um, well, I mean, certainly for myself, um, it's going to be very exciting. Uh, I actually was intending to skip, um, or oh, I did skip 2019 uh, because of lack of funds as it happens. And this year was going to be our big return <laughs> to, to San Diego. And trust me, myself and the other half, we're gutted that we're not able to come to a city we absolutely adore and we love coming to San Diego. Um, for next year, in an ideal world, if things did get back to some kind of normality, absolutely. 2021 would be uh, absolutely off the scale. That's, uh, that's a no-brainer. But it's now then a question of whether people will still be... Um, uh, this is difficult to kind of word, because it is so difficult to think of in this current situation where the end point is going to be, how we are going to be as a society on a global scale on the other side of this, um, whether people are actually going to be in that kind of mindset to go to a mass gathering, even in 2021. That's down to how the situation resolves itself, and we can only hope that uh, that is the case, that uh, we do get back to some kind of normality. Like I say, though, in an ideal world, it will just be an absolute party for all uh, convention fans coming to San Diego. You can find him online, an Englishman in San Diego. Uh, Leonard, really appreciate you spending a few minutes with us. I know a tough day for fans like you, but uh, hopefully we'll see you in San Diego in 2021 and beyond. We will be there, absolutely. See you soon. Finally, it's my goal to wrap up our podcast with a little good news, even if it may seem hard to come by at times. 500 students at San Diego City College are receiving free laptops and Wi-Fi. It's all thanks to a donation from an alum and the San Diego City College Foundation. This will help students continue their education from home. The San Diego City College Foundation is also distributing student scholarships through PayPal for the first time. 10 News is tracking the number of coronavirus cases in San Diego County. Just go to 10news.com and click on our local COVID tracker. There you can find the breakdown of local cases by age and gender. You can also see the geographic location using our interactive map. We also have a list of resources, including how you can help those in need of supplies and how to identify coronavirus symptoms. Just go to 10news.com or download our free 10 News mobile app. That's all for today. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'm Ben Higgins. And remember, we're all in this together.